are Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and thank you so much for tuning in to Locked On Flames. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. And thank you so much for making Locked on Flames your first listen of the day. You can find us here on your favorite podcast platform, and we'll be here for you every single day. And thank you again so much for making Locked on Flames your first listen of the day. Today we are going to be talking about a little bit of this a little bit of that, a little bit of training camp, a little bit of updates, a little bit of Johnny. Uh, you know, <laughs> we have some things we do need to talk about, and I think that you're in for a great treat today. So get comfortable, get yourself situated, uh, hope you're pre- hopefully driving to work or getting your morning started. So thanks for uh, making me part of your day. So preseason is underway. We <laughs> <laughs> the Flames have played two games, and uh, based on this initial reaction, they are not making the Stanley Cup. They are not even going to make it to the All-Star break. You know, I, it's the end of the world in Calgary right now. They were outscored 7 to nothing in four periods, which is dreadful, especially in the preseason. <sighs> Even if it is just the younger prospects out there, uh, that's kind of bad. <laughs> it's definitely not as as unacceptable as it is with the group that's out there right now. But I don't understand how, one, the Flames defense did any of that. <laughs> and two, how the offense stayed quiet for four periods. Um and I understand that, you know, they did eventually score against the Canucks, but it just was not pretty. It was not, it, this isn't the way to start off the preseason. And I get it. This isn't a cohesive roster. This isn't what you're going to be working with and rocking with for those 82 games. But uh, it really did not look hopeful out there the first night and the second night. It looked a little bit better, but, uh, you know, it's hard to look worse than you did that first appearance. But I think that the players agreed as well. <laughs> they looked better. Dylan Dubé and uh, Brett Ritchie both said that there was an improvement from game one, and the players seemed to be more physical and more, you know, grinding their way through. And there was that offensive presence because, well, the Flames scored two goals, and that's that's good. You guys want to score goals in case we forgot how hockey works in the summer. Uh, that was a really bad joke, but I am very interested to see how these next few preseason games go because, well, I think as the season gets closer to starting, we're going to see a more cohesive roster. We're going to see some... My cat apparently agrees. But (laughs) we're going to see a team that 
or a roster that is looked more like a team, a lineup that get is closer and closer to looking more like the actual Calgary Flames and not just the preseason Flames. And if anybody is concerned or overly concerned, I should say, please note that Brett Ritchie was on the top line last night. And, you know, I that's making my cat sick. Do you hear him? You hear him saying, oh my God, Brett Ritchie, no, don't do it. The experiment needs to end. But <laughs> he was on the top line and you're not really going to get a, a top line player out of him. And I, I'm not sure what you're doing there. But again, like you're playing with those prospects and you're playing with younger guys. Brett Ritchie isn't going to be skating on the fourth line with 19-year-olds, but it's something to remember that this is just, it is what it is, and it's just to start. It's to jumpstart this season. It's to shake off the dust. They didn't have training camp last year because of COVID and everything in the shortened season, so like, you know, they're just, they're trying. I am trying to convince myself when I say these things that they're trying <laughs> really what it feels like but I do think that they're trying to get back to a competitive level of hockey they're not going to be throwing Matthew Kachuk Blake Coleman and Johnny Gaudreau out there the second preseason game of the season that's not how this works we have seen it time and time again if you're a hockey fan or if you're new here I'm sorry but there's more to the preseason than just winning the games it's Watching how this roster will come together, how things will piece together. So when they play opening night, they do have a competitive roster. And we've heard Tree Living and Sutter say like there are very limited spots available to players to make it out of camp. And it's redundant to say, and I feel like a broken record, but... This is not a tryout for some of these guys. This really isn't. Other guys, yeah, it is. Because with with Oliver Shillington, how many more chances are you going to give him before you finally say, hey, here's a spot on the roster. You made it out of camp. And stop having him waste away in Stockton when he could be beneficial to another team. And I, I use him as a specific example because he's – 23, 24 years old, and it's time to move on and let him go Go do his thing. Let, let another team have him if you're not going to utilize him. But, again, that could be a whole episode in itself, and I, <laughs> I'm not sure we want to go there. But, again, it's the preseason. It, this isn't the roster we're going to see in two weeks, two or three weeks when the season starts. And it's not the one we're going to be hanging with for 82 games. And I think it's important to remember that and just kind of breathe and take what you want and leave the rest. That's that's uh, one of my favorite sayings. So <laughs> take what you like, leave the rest, and don't complain about it or complain about it. It's I host a podcast for God's sake, so I'll complain all I want. But coming up next, I will have your updates from the Saddle Dome regarding 
injured players updates from camp today as well. But first, let me talk to you about Rock Auto. You guys know I am constantly having car problems and uh, my dashboard has all these little badges on it. And uh, those aren't actual badges. Those are lights telling me that things need attention. (laughs) And well, Rock Auto is going to be saving me a fortune because all of my car parts and car needs are available on (laughs) rockauto.com's website and they are absolutely here for me, here for you, and I won't need to be paying, you know, $300, $400 to have my fuel pump fixed. I can just go onto rockauto.com and look up my little Hyundai Sonata and order that bad boy, and you should do the same thing. Uh, not for a Hyundai Sonata if you don't drive one, though. So <laughs> head on over to rockauto.com today and put Locked On in there. How did you hear about us section? So they know that we sent you, and you'll always want to check out Rock Auto for your car or part car and truck parts. <laughs> Cannot talk today, my goodness. But you know what else will help you and save you a lot of time? Direct TV Stream. Direct TV Stream is a service that is offered through Direct TV with no contract and no no strings attached. And you can have all of your sports and television and everything you love all in one place. So Direct TV Stream is the thing for you if you want to stop watching every show on a different device. I know I'm guilty of this. I have my phone, I have the iPad, my desktop, and my my television, you know, one for every different genre of television I'm watching. So head on over to directtv.com and learn more about Direct TV Stream to get all of your television needs in one place. Hey guys, it's Jess Belmosto here, just jumping in to remind you to follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. Well, the Flames, uh, camp is still going, you know. Uh, The Flames were back on the ice today with a roster split into two groups, and the 11 o'clock group was Johnny, Sean Monaghan, and Mangiapane leading that first line, your second line looked a little different with Matthew Kachuk, Elias and Holm, and Blake Coleman. Uh, that's an interesting combination. I And I get it. Like, we're just tweaking things. We're just playing around. But having Kachuk on the second line, like, I wonder, <laughs> I wonder if that was, like, a little bit of an ego bruise at all. But, and then, you know, you scroll down and you look at uh, the defensive pairings, and you have Noah Hannafin and Chris Tanev on your first pairing, and Rasmus Anderson and Nikita Zadorov uh, with your second, and Oliver Shillington and Michael Stone, Kevin Gravel and Andy Walensky uh, for your fourth. And I just, you know, um, I, I don't really have much to say about a lot of this. I think that. It's just, again, a matter of tweaking and fine-tuning things because you have to play at 150%. Every point matters the same way it did last season. If you want to compete, you need to commit to it because this team could either be like the Montreal Canadiens where they are 
really pushing and grinding and being the underdog, or they're going to be like the Anaheim Ducks and just stay grounded and flightless and really not do much. And I'm sorry, but I do think it's going to be more of the latter if things really don't, (laughs) you know, uh, don't work out with that first line. I think the first line is going to need to be uh, Goudreau, Lindholm, and Kachuk, and you need to separate Monaghan and Goudreau. I think that that's really like the end of discussion. If you want to fiddle around and keep Johnny on the second line, that's fine, but Monaghan cannot be centering him, and that's I think that that's fair. I, I do. I don't think that it's unrealistic to say that the two just aren't compatible. Um, that's just my opinion. What do I know though? Like I'm just, I'd sit here and talk about this all day and the numbers don't lie. The numbers show that Gaudreau is a better, uh, forward when he's not with Monaghan and I'll, I can have someone come on and discuss it (laughs) and break down the stats and these fun charts in a way that are um, a a little more digestible. I'm not very good at reading them, but it's just that's just how it's going to have to be because we saw it at the end of last season. And I I want to see more production from Johnny. I want to see the production from that top line. Uh, and it shouldn't just be Lindholm scoring those goals, by the way. And our injury report, uh, Kinov- Kinval is still out with a lower body injury, which we knew was going to be week to week, as well as Connor Zari, who is dealing with that foot fracture, and Tyler Pitlick, who was injured during the first preseason game, also didn't skate today, uh, still dealing with that lower body Injury might just be lingering a little bit. Uh, you know, you can't really, you know, it's preseason. You don't want him heading into the season with serious injuries, something that's nagging, could be re- recurring, and things like that. So let him rest it now. Figure it out a little bit later down the road. And your goaltenders for that 11 o'clock group were... Mark Strom and Dustin Wolf, and it says that the 1 p.m. skate would be <laughs> updated, but it is now uh, about 8:30 p.m. on or in Alberta rather, and <laughs> there's there isn't an update, but uh, it's just it, you guys know that I don't want Gaudreau and Monahan together, and I am very concerned that we're going to head into the season with that being a thing and it's going to be hard to break away from because the other centers are going to have chemistry with their line mates and it's not going to be fair to pull them apart and break them away but then you know you do have your second line dragging and being a little sluggish or having a lack of production because they just don't work together. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe a healthy Sean Monaghan and a rejuvenated Sean Monaghan and a Johnny Gaudreau on a contract year, maybe they work together. But I will eat a hat. I will eat my hat if that's the case. But I 
I just think it'll be a little bit too, uh, too much for that to, <laughs> to actually happen. So, I mean, I, I don't, I don't really know what other line combos you're going to go with. Uh, you could have Mangiapane on that second line, or you throw Blake Coleman there, but do what you got to do, and I'm sure Sutter will figure it out. And coming up next, we're going to dive into uh, a little bit of Johnny's... It's not even his drama. Not It's not even drama. A little bit of a non-story, um, but something that wasn't talked about or we were told wouldn't be talked about much this season is already getting airtime. But first, let me tell you all about Bet Online AG. You can probably go and bet on uh, Johnny re-signing or leaving on Bet Online AG. They have the most amazing props contests and live games over there and you can head on over to their fresh interface and freshly new design redesigned website at betonline.ag and it, it it's a good time to sign up because you can earn a 100% welcome bonus yes that is double your first deposit when you sign up and use promo code NFL 100. So get on over to Bet Online AG today and use promo code NFL 100 for that 100% welcome bonus. Locked on Flames continues. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at JessBelmosto. And don't forget to make sure that you're following and subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so let's take it back. Last week, we were told that... <laughs> Uh, or Johnny told us that he wasn't going to be talking about his contract in the media because he wants to focus on his game. Okay, that's that's still very true. Um, there is no, there was no update from Johnny today. He didn't have anything to say. But uh, Frank Cervelli went on to, I believe it was nine sixty, to talk all about this latest and greatest update out of camp or from Johnny's camp rather and Brad Tree Living potentially doesn't want to pay his star and it is a bit unfortunate because you know <laughs> uh, they they'd pay guys like uh, Gudbrinson and uh, <laughs> Brett Ritchie Milan Lucic, and I think that it, it could be a negotiation tactic. Johnny does want to get paid. He said that this is supposed to be a big contract for him. He wants his payday. And, of course, it's Brad's job to uh, negotiate and meet a middle ground. But And, obviously, you never accept the first offer. I, I don't care what anyone says. You don't accept the first offer. Um, but it shouldn't be portrayed in a way that makes it sound like tree living wants nothing to do with it. Um, I, I just, I, I just want to sit here and yell because they've had the off season. They've had since July to discuss this. And apparently there really haven't been any sort of talks or movement. And it's just kind of at a standstill and I know there's still time. 
there's still plenty of time. Uh, free agency opens July 13th, and it is currently September 28th, September 29th when you're listening to this. <laughs> but uh, there was really nothing that could get done over the summer, nothing that could have started to move the process along, nothing. Brad Tree Living didn't answer his phone. He only answers for, you know, those great stutter system defensemen. Okay. And I will have a whole episode on Johnny and kind of the past contract negotiations and things like that. Um, But (laughs) it's just, it's very frustrating when you sit here and think about how he could potentially lose Gaudreau and Matthew Kachuk. Um, it's an eye opener because without those two, you you enter your rebuild in full force, full force, and you you don't get anything for them if they walk in free agency. <laughs> there's no compensation for either star, and that's just something to really think about when you know if and when that does happen. And if you don't lose both, you're more than likely going to lose one. So something to keep an eye out for, for sure. Uh, Like I said, tomorrow we're going to have a Johnny episode. I feel like I do those a lot, but I want to get into the history of his contracts and some analysis and things like that. So, you know... You know where to find me. You know where to find Locked on Flames. Thank you so much for continuing to listen to this podcast as we rev up for the regular season. And I will chat with y'all later. Bye-bye.